0: This is HeartWise, offering practical tips and time-proven guidelines to make your life healthier, happier, and more fulfilling. Today you'll learn simple, Bible-based principles for building and maintaining optimum mental and physical health, all while deepening your relationship with your Creator. I'm your HeartWise host, Charles Mills. This program is sponsored by HeartWise Ministries. Welcome to another Q&A with board-certified cardiologist Dr. James Markham, who joins us via Skype. As always, our questions today come from the heartwiseministries.org website. Dr. Markham, are you ready to answer
1: a few? I am, Charles, and I want to thank everyone for taking the time and interest to send in their questions, because if one person has a question Many people have a question, and this is a way that we can serve specific needs. A lot of people will go to the doctor or provider or a lecture, you know, and they'll hear the lecture, they'll hear what the provider says, and yet it will never exactly hit or address the question that they have. Yes, yes. So that's what we try. If your question's not being heard, you know, here's a chance we can look at it from a balanced standpoint. Now, remember, these are my opinions. Based on 30-plus years of practicing cardiology, I still practice part-time. I like to think I'm in ministry all the time. Yes, now. yes. <laughs> but this is important to, to address people's needs, to meet them where they're at. And if we look at the healing ministry of, of Christ's apostles. A lot of them had jobs when they went out yes, yes. and they still did ministry. Yes. So this is not unheard of that you still have your profession and still do ministry. And Christ. In many different ways, when he was out there, when he healed, people came to him with questions. And throughout his ministry, whether it be the woman at the well, she had questions about living water. She had questions. So people, when they're hurting, when they have health problems, often there's underlying spiritual questions that come up. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to answer some questions today. And hopefully this will help people and empower them and to give them some good information that they can use and apply to their life to deepen their relationship with their Savior. Amen. We're going to turn the
0: tables on our doctor today. Usually, he's asking the questions. If you're in his office, he's asking you lots of questions. Now, we're going to ask him questions. Here's our first one, Dr. Markham. There is so much contradicting information and research relating to the pandemic. Where do you go for good and, let me add, believable information?
1: Yeah. And Charles, that is a great question because yes. as we are making this program today, the pandemic continues. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And in China right now, they have a major lockdown. And just uh, last week or so that we've heard about people that were caught in an apartment fire because, you know, a lot of people saying that they were in the apartment fire because they were locked down and couldn't Mm -hmm. get out. Mm -hmm. People are now protesting in China. And uh, I've never been to China, but I hear that's a country that it's not easy to protest Mm -hmm. in. Still in the news, we're hearing about we're going to have further problems. We hear about this Omicron variant. And now there's a 1.1, a BA variant. There's a new variant coming out every week. And that happens when a virus mutates. Mm. So a virus mutates, it comes up with variants. So this goes on and on. And we have a lot of people that are... Making drugs and bivalent vaccines for this. A lot of things are going on and it's still in the news. So we've heard this term, and I don't know if you've heard this term, but this term called misinformation. Oh, man, yes, yes. You know, how do you know who or what to believe? Yeah. And providers, doctors, everyone has this problem. Who do you know what to believe? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think this person is asking here is, you know, where do I go as a medical profession to know what to believe or who to believe? And misinformation now is going on on both sides, both sides. You see misinformation now. So how do you know what's true? What I sort of advise people to do is first, I start in the only true source of information the the real authority in everything and that's bible the bible mm. so i encourage people to go to biblical prescriptions claim the promises of god and i think of james 1:5 if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god and always acknowledge me and i will direct your path i am the way the truth the light yes. so god is the way and he wants to help us in every aspect including Figuring out what's true and what's not. Well, why is this so important? Well, if we don't figure out what's true now and what's not true and relate that to our lives. How are we going to approach things down the road? Amen. There's going to be more and more people that are trying to give us misinformation, telling us to do things. And that's why I think free will is very important. It was very important to God. He allowed Adam to do that. He allowed Satan to do these things. you know, And he knew this was going to happen ahead of time. God knows all. Yes. We have to come up with a strategy to understand how we deal with information, how we figure things out. And what I'm suggesting that the place to go to start is on our knees in prayer, asking for wisdom from God and in the scriptures. Okay, Mm -hmm. do that first. And after you do that, look for God's leading and he might lead you in thoughts that the Holy Spirit puts in your mind. That happens to me quite a bit. He might lead you by interactions with other people. Hmm. Some people you trust, some people you don't trust. Hmm. But he might lead you in interactions with different people that fall in line with your belief system. So he might take you to many different sources of information. But one thing that I have learned during the pandemic, you definitely cannot believe everything you hear. Hmm. You have to be careful with the media. Because remember, the media and pharmaceutical industries, they are being funded they have some inherent bias. Yes, yes. And when you have inherent bias, sometimes they don't see the big picture. So you have to be careful with that. And as the pandemic has moved through the years now, there's some trusted sources that people used to trust that they're giving information that's that's hypocritical. Mm. You know, once th- they say this, one time they say that, back and forth. And that always concerns me. Mm. So in answering this question, my first advice is prayer. Go to the biblical prescriptions and realize, you know, everyone has a little bit different path and God has different ways for each person to interpret information. Go to trusted sources that you believe, that you trust, that fall in line with your belief system through prayer and Bible study. And God's promised us, he's promised us that always acknowledge him and he, he will direct your path. The path might lead different ways, but no matter what happens, you can trust the promises of God because He sees the big picture in your life. Remember, this world is not our home; we're just passing through. But this information that we've been struggling with this is important because if we know how to deal with it now, then down the road, if issues come up again, um, it might be other things that come up in life. Then we're going to have a game plan. You know, when when there's information out there what do I do? What's step number one? Prayer. What's step number two? Bible study. Number three, go to trusted sources, talk to trusted people and friends, and then work to gradually figure this out, realizing that sometimes these things, it takes time. Sometimes it doesn't happen in a moment. So sometimes it takes time. Some time to sort of figure this out, let it seep in to sort of make good decisions and don't rush into things. Use your brain, your God given brain, think about things, digest things, let things soak in. And that's one thing that I've been experiencing in my life, Charles, is this processing. Yes. You know, you take information and a text in and information and, and just let it process. You know, you don't have to make a decision right away, you don't have to act on it right away, but just let it work in your mind and, and just sort of let the brain. work on it and sort of put all the other connections and all the experiences you had and then sort of come up with a game plan about what you want to do with this information. Now, a lot of the information I get, I just in one year, out the other year. (laughs) Another thing that I do with information is I quit going to sources that I I, I think are are not good. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even need to hear it. I don't even need to put those inputs into my brain and have my brain even deal with it. If I know it's from a bad source, I won't even do that then I try to put all the good inputs from places that I do trust into my brain to develop those strong pathways to help me make good decisions. So that's why Bible study, prayer, fellowship with believers, praise, thanks, those are biblical prescriptions that we want to put in every single day that will enable us to make good decisions and help us interpret the information that's coming into our lives.
0: Dr. Markham, what are some of the red flags that you see flapping around a a bad source, as you call it, what tells you mm, I may not want to go there.
1: One of the things is I look and see who is who's financing them. Mm. I look at a drug study, and when every author is paid by the the drug that they 're making yes. that 's not a good thing okay I, I look at the media and how they 're promoting different things more than others. And Mm -hmm. if if that just makes sense from a logical standpoint, this is not logical. This doesn't make sense to me. And usually if it's not making sense to you, it's not making sense to others, you know? So you have to sort of look at those informations and then it's not always possible, but sometimes I actually am able to Evaluate the character of the people that are saying these things. Mm. Where are they coming from? Do they have a Christian viewpoint? Do they have a globalism viewpoint? So sometimes that might help you in sorting through this and realizing there can be a lot of truth things wrapped in a package that's ultimately bad. That's true. You know, they can say a lot of things that sound good, but 10% of that might be a lie and it sort of contaminates the whole thing, especially during this pandemic. You know, we hear a different article and then some of the things are getting out there and other things are not. For instance, I've heard recently of a lot of people that are dying suddenly, more so than in previous years, but they're never saying why they're dying we're not doing autopsy studies on these things. So that's just a little Mm -hmm. red flag that maybe something is not right here. Mm -hmm. In looking at the pandemic throughout the ages, if something had a lot of adverse side effects, we would study it in great detail and list all of the adverse side effects and make that very well known to everyone that took it. Well, we're not really doing that. That's sort of a red flag that maybe something is not right right here. I've had medicines 10 years ago, if they had five or 10 people that had an adverse side effect, they'd pull it off the market. Well, some of the things that are out there, we're just not seeing that process going on. So it makes you wonder. When we have legitimate people that are out there that are trying their best to get information to people and all of a sudden they're shut down and they're shunned Mm -hmm. and they've even losing their licenses. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes you wonder what's really going on here. What's really driving those things? So all of those little things might be red flags that something is not right here. And those are some things in, in evaluating sources of information, knowing who or what to believe. Those are some things that I sort of look at, understand that there's still a balance that needs to be out there and everyone has a little bit different path in their health, especially as we've gone through these tough pandemic times.
0: And that folds beautifully with what you've said many times on this program, that God created a health plan when he created man and woman. And that health plan had to do with the exercise and the, and the diet and yeah. the worship and the work and the sleep and the fresh air and the sunshine and everything. And I like the fact that uh, if someone comes up, here's an idea how to fight a pandemic or whatever disease it happens to be. And that includes a lot of the good nutrition, and yeah. fresh air and sunshine and exercise. Then I say, well, okay, I'll listen to that. That's a little bit more in line with what God had in mind. Am I on the right track saying that
1: Dr. You Markham? are Charles and it, it behoves me that I was previewing a documentary that's going to be released next year. And their premise was during this pandemic, you know, we've talked about a lot of different medications, yeah. different different bivalent vaccines that has its limited efficacy and it has its own set of problems. And yet we don't hear things that enhance our immune system that's been proven over time like A plant-based diet, like (laughs) exercise, like getting out in the sunshine, deep breathing, things that are biblical prescriptions that have been around for a long time. We're not championing them, nor do we see scientific articles about them. And yet that might be the key to all of this. And when you see things like that, you just wonder, maybe we need to— step back a second, take a deep breath, and really closely evaluate our sources of information. And not only is it with this, Charles, but everything that comes in life yes. as we go on through this world, yes. there's going to be different people, different voices saying things. And I think as a Christian, even as a non-Christian, it's important for us to have a strategy yes. to do deal with these things so we think for ourselves, so, so we have a free mind, so we have a free conscience. We can think about these things and make choices based on the free will that God gave us. Mm.
0: We'll take a short break here, and we'll return talking with Dr. James Markham about, well, we're talking about the pandemic today. And the next question, Dr. Markham, from the heartwiseministries.org website has to do with the COVID vaccine, and we'll talk about that on a return. So everybody stay right where you are. Want help getting your kids excited about healthy living? Let me tell you about God Heals Me, a seven-week Bible-based health program with HeartWise Ministries. Your kids will engage in health-promoting stories, activities, and podcasts designed just for them. This program is excellent for vacation Bible schools or as a homeschool health curriculum. Change the trajectory of your kids' lives today and visit GodHealsMe.org to learn more. That's GodHealsMe.org. In his book, The Ultimate Prescription, now available from Tyndale House Publishers, cardiologist Dr. James Markham writes, I never connected worship to health. All this changed dramatically when I began to see a coming together of two elements, biblical truths and science. As scientists gained the tools necessary to peer further and further into what makes life possible, I found that my faithful Bible began to make more sense. Study after study seemed to emphasize certain biblical passages, bringing to light their ancient truths. This merging of science and the Bible changed the way I regarded Scripture and launched me on a search for healing and the practice of medicine that continues to this day. Science was not refuting biblical truth. It was actually proving it. Dr. Markham's book, The Ultimate Prescription, is available from Amazon.com and wherever quality books are sold. To learn more about health from a biblical perspective, visit heartwiseministries.org. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. Dr. James Markham is here via Skype. We're talking about COVID. And here's the next question. And I want you to just really let us know what you think on this, Dr. Markham. Here's the question. I recently had to fill out a religious exemption form for the COVID vaccine. All my colleagues thought I should just take the injection. Was I making a reasonable decision? He wants to know.
1: I don't know all the details of your health, but for most people that is a very reasonable decision. And let me explain why I say that. Free will is very important to God. And when we lose our free will, we call that moral injury. For instance, let's say you're out in a park and you see someone picking on a kid and you don't do anything about it. Well, in your conscience, you've been moral injury. And I see this a lot in my post-traumatic stress patients. They're over at a wartime situation. They see a lot of horrible things, and either they don't do anything or they're not able to do anything about it. It bothers them. Their conscience hurt. They create this stress response in their body that they live with. So every time we go against our conscience, that creates some element of moral injury. And even there's a text in the Bible that says that consciences can be seared when we do this. So this is not a good thing to have, is to go against what our conscience, our free will is telling us. So if this person who has looked at all the data— has talked to their providers, have looked at the risk benefits of taking it and not taking it, have looked at all of that, has prayed about it, has talked to others about it. If they think that it's not the right thing for them, I would stand behind them a hundred percent. If they want to, you know, have a religious exemption because you know they think their body, you know, that's not something that their free will, their temple of God wants to do, I would stand behind them. But I also stand behind them on many other things that are similar to that. Let's say that they don't want to worship a certain way. Okay. And that's very important to them. Mm -hmm. And they say, I'm going to stand up for this. Well, that's free will. I would stand up for that decision as well. Let's say they don't want to eat a certain food. For instance, we look in the Bible, Daniel and his friends, you know, Daniel says, no, I I don't want to do this. So he, he stood up to the king. We think later in the chapter of Daniel of the friends, it says, no, I don't want to worship this idol. Mm -hmm. I chose not to bow down. Those are all free will issues that occur. And some people make poor decisions, too, and we see the consequences of that. But it's very important to God for us to have free will. Now, when we don't have free will, Charles, are we truly free anymore? Right. Right. or are we slaves yeah. you know are we slaves to whoever's controlling our brain and we want to have liberty freedom we want to have that and freedom is based in love and this is sort of one of god's universal principles that guides the universe so in answering this question i would say yes i would support that if you've looked at everything and that's you know, if you look at the pros and the cons and that's what you really feel in your heart that god's leading you i would support you doing that mm-hmm. and people that would not support that, that or or would be critical of that. Well, you know, Um, I just don't see how they can do that in good conscience. Likewise, if they decided to take it, I would support that decision as well. You know, I would say, yes, you want to take it. If you think that's what's best for you, that's God's leading you that way, you understand all of the risk and benefits, I would support that as well. Because I think that that free will, um, avoiding moral injury is very important, not only for this decision, but further decisions that's going to happen in our lives
0: you've identified many times throughout the years Dr. Markham when I'm talking to you on this program that 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 free will idea is a God gift it is something that he gives us and he expects us to use that free will he expects us to come to him freely he expects us to believe the way we want to believe freely. And here's the cool thing about God. He loves us no matter what we choose
1: to do. Am I yes. right in saying that? <laughs> You're right, Charles. And I think about this text, choose this day. Yes, yes. You know whom you may serve. He gives us an option. And you know, the God loved us so much that, you know, he he knew that Satan and he knew that that, that Adam and Eve were going to make poor decisions. He knows every person is going to make a poor decision and yet he loves us so much that he says, even though they make poor decisions, and I can't deal with this, this ultimate affliction, this ultimate disease called sin. Even though all this is out there, I still have a plan, a plan of love, a plan that you can choose, that you can have freedom, that you can have healing, that you can have peace, that you can have hope. And that's why I always say that the key to health, the key to healing is Christ, He has given that to us. And all we have to do is is accept that, and through worship, when we give thanks and praise and glorify God, in this act of worship and coming to Him and accepting Him, there's power, there's healing, there's physiologic changes in that. That's a gift that we can give back. But God has given us the ultimate prescription, Charles, and (laughs) that's His Son. And and, and that's why all this free will liberty is so important that we we talk about, we address it, we don't put it under a rug. We support people. And I think this is a key time of Earth's history where we have to stand up. We have to speak what God is putting in our heart. And in my heart today, um, I really feel the importance of supporting people, supporting everyone that has a free mind, that they can look at the risks and benefits and letting them make a decision based on what God puts in their (laughs) hearts.
0: Oh, this program is sponsored by HeartWise Ministries. HeartWiseMinistries.org is the website. Dr. Markham has been with us via Skype. Dr. Markham, thank you so much for sharing today. We really appreciate
1: it. My pleasure, Charles.
0: And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Dr. James Markham, inviting you to remain heart wise. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Heartwise. If you'd like more information on how to build and maintain optimum physical, mental, and spiritual health, log on to HeartwiseMinistries.org. Heartwise is a listener supported program, and your partnership with us would be greatly appreciated. Once again, our web address is HeartwiseMinistries.org.